Manish Tana and the Russian Yidin. Pesach, Tafshin Lamed Beis. Yidalf Nissen Tafshin Lamed Beis will forever be remembered as one of the largest celebrations in the history of Dar Hashvi. For months beforehand, Chassidim and Yidin across the globe prepared for the momentous occasion when the Rebbe would celebrate Shivim Shana. At the Farbringen, which took place on the eve of Yidalf Nissen, which is available on video, the Rebbe famously announced the establishment of 71 new Maistais, a new beginning in the world of Shluchas, and the Rebbe's transformative efforts in Hafatzas HaMayanas, and thus, the beginning of a new era in the Rebbe's Nesias. A full article about the story of Yidalf Nissen and the days which preceded it has been featured in the Deher of Nissen Tavshinayin Vav. For those who merited to be in 770 at the time, Pesach Tavshin Lamed Beis was a continuation of this incredible Yidalf Nissen, never to be forgotten. While the first days of Pesach in 770 was usually a quieter yamtif, especially after the Rebbe no longer farbrang on the second night, Pesach Tavshin Lamed Beis was filled with giloyim, including a farbrangin on every day of yamtif. Here we present an overview of that very unique Pesach with the Rebbe. This article is based on descriptions of the Fabrengans published by the Vadal Hafasa Sichis, and which were reviewed and edited by the Rebbe at the time. It is also partially based on the Yemanim of Rabbis Mendel Valosaf and Moshe Chaim Levin, Bachram at the time, as well as on Hanachis of the Sichis. Visiting the Bachram On Erev Pesach, the Rebbe distributed matzahs. There were many, many people waiting to receive matzah from the Rebbe, and shortly before Shkia, the Rebbe said that the locals will be able to continue receiving matzah after Mayrev. Even after Mayrev, with just those living within walking distance waiting in line, there was still a large number of people. Afterwards, the Rebbe visited the Seder of the Bacharim. After passing through the yeshiva dining room, the Rebbe entered the kitchen and looked around. The Rebbe's picture was hanging on the wall, and the Rebbe looked up at it a few times. The Rebbe then benched the Bacharim with the Chag Kasher Vesameach, and that very soon they should see with their own eyes the fulfillment of the words in Kapitel Ayin Aleph, the Rebbe's new Kapitel of that year, Kimaifes Hayisi Larabim, all the way to the conclusion of the Kapitel, Tirana Nasfasai. The Rebbe then went on to visit the Seder of the Bacharim in Hadara Taira. The Rebbe wished the non-Jewish workers a happy holiday and blessed everyone present with a Chag HaPesach Kasher Vesameach. Rebienko Katz of Chicago accompanied the Rebbe on his visit to the Starim, and the Rebbe conversed with him while they walked. When the Rebbe returned to 770, he first stopped in the shul downstairs and gave a look around, and then went upstairs to his room. Rebienko then went into the Rebbe's room, and the Rebbe gave him matzahs, as well as the new Haggadah printed in connection with Yadolf Nissen. His son went inside afterwards and received matzah as well. Farbringen at 3.30 after Shachris on the first day of Yom Tif, the Gabbai Reb Shia Pinson made an announcement about visiting different shuls in the afternoon to share words of Chassidus. To everyone's great surprise, there was no word about the time for Mencha. This was a sign that there would be a Farbrengen in the afternoon, something that had never happened before on the first day of Pesach. After returning to his room, the Rebbe asked Rabbi Chadikov what time people are leaving to go to the shuls to Chazar Chassidus. Rabbi Chadikov responded with the time, and the Rebbe instructed him to inform the Eilam that there will be a Farbrengen at 3.30 p.m. The Rebbe began the Farbrengen by explaining at length the passage in the Haggadah beginning with the words, Hey Lachma Anya. 
Taking a closer look at the first sentence, it would seem that the Haggadah should have said, adding a kaf in the beginning of the word, which would then translate as, This matzah sitting before us is like the bread of affliction that our forefathers ate. But instead, we say hey, implying that the matzah sitting on our Seder table is the same matzah that left Mitzrayim. But the truth is, the Rebbe explained, this is precisely the message the Haggadah is seeking to convey to us. The story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is not meant to be viewed as ancient history, and not even as if it is happening right now. Rather, when we sit by the Seder and read the Haggadah, one has to relive the story to feel that he is actually, albeit in a more spiritual form of expression, leaving Mitzrayim. Then the Rebbe made a surprising request. Calling upon those who recently emerged from behind the Iron Curtain, the Rebbe observed that since for them it is easier to relive such an experience as Yitzhak Mitzrayim, it would therefore be appropriate that they now ask the Manishtana. The Rebbe added that if there are any such children present, it would be even better that they ask the questions. There were two Russian children present by the Fabringen, and the Rebbe gave them Haggadah so that they could read the Manishtana. When they concluded with the closing words in Yiddish that appear in many Haggadahs, Tata Fir in which the son asks his father for an answer to his questions, the Rebbe's face broke into a smile. The Rebbe then gave a lengthy interpretation of the whole Manishtana according to the Rebbe Rashab's explanation mentioned in Hayyim Yaim, employing Mashalim and using simple terminology, making it easy for even a young child to understand. Afterwards, the Rebbe set a beer on the second Pasuk of Kapitol Ayin Aleph in Tehillim. During the Farbrengen, the Rebbe remarked that it is not too late to give people the opportunity to have Shmura Matzah. At the end of the Farbrengen, the Rebbe stood up and vigorously encouraged the singing while facing towards the Chassidim who had recently come out of Russia. After the singing ended, the Rebbe did not sit back down, but rather went straight to his shtender to Davin Mincha. After Mayrev, the Rebbe informed Rabbi Chadakov that tomorrow there will be a Farbrengen too. The Rebbe also wanted to know if people will be going on Talucha the next day as well. Tonight the Rebbe continued disturbing Matzah. Bring the Children the next morning, the Rebbe instructed that everyone should bring their children to the Farbringen that will take place later that day. During the Farbringen, the Rebbe said, they can play outside, but when it comes time for saying the Manishtana, they should be present. The Farbringen started at 3.30 p.m. like yesterday. The Rebbe began by continuing to discuss Helach Ma'anya. At the end of the beer, the Rebbe pointed out that in this short section of the Haggadah, we are suggesting that one could be in Eretz Yisrael and still be in Gullus. The Rebbe then began speaking about a very painful subject, the terrible Xera of Mihu Yehudi. Amongst other things, the Rebbe painfully noted that in the long history of the Jewish people, such a thing never occurred, that in the land of Eretz Yisrael, a decree should be made to chas assimilate the Jewish nation into the Gaim around them. Afterwards, the Rebbe said a short sicha about children asking questions, Manishtana, noting that the child's asking, an expression of his or her interest in Yiddishkeit, is a testament to the good chinuch the parents gave to the child. The Rebbe then requested all the children present to recite together the Manishtana on behalf of the entire Klal Yisrael. The Rebbe poured wine into his becher from his personal bottle and gave it to the Vad HaMasader to distribute amongst all the children to Selechaim.
Some of the children were not standing together with the others, and the Rebbe emphasized that all the children should stand together. The Rebbe asked a few times if all the children had already received wine, making sure that everyone got. The Rebbe also instructed that before they begin, the children should choose a niggin to sing. When one of the usual minagnim started to sing, the Rebbe stopped him. They themselves should choose the song. The children began to sing Utsueta. Throughout the recital of the Manashtana, the Rebbe gazed at the children with a solemn expression. After the children finished reciting the Manashtana, the Rebbe instructed that they all be given moral chaim as a reward for asking the questions well. The Rebbe then said, It is known that in the days of King Ahaz, the Yidin were in a spiritually poor state. As the Medrash says, Why is he called with the name Ahaz? She'achaz bate knesiesu medrashais because he barred entry to the houses of study and worship. And yet despite all this, when Yeshayahu Anavi observed the pure ways of the Yiddish children, he expressed hope for the future of the Jewish people. If it was true then, the Rebbe continued, how much more so now when we are Baruch Hashem not living under such dire conditions, that the appropriate conduct of Yiddish children will bring about the nullification of all undesirable things, beginning with the Xera of Mihu Yehudi. Certainly Hashem will bring us the true and complete Geula as Ishayo proclaimed, the Rebbe said, in the spirit of the niggin that was recently brought out from behind the Iron Curtain. The Rebbe then began to sing the Russian song, Ivadyeh mi Niepatonim, In water we shall not drown, and to fire we shall not succumb. Everybody joined in the singing, and once again the Rebbe got up from his chair and danced with great enthusiasm in his place for quite a while. Later, the Rebbe asked that the children sing Utsuetza a second time. The farbringing concluded around 5.30 p.m. Oiftem is Ardochayid. On Shri Shel Pesach, the Rebbe held yet another farbringing beginning at 3.30 p.m. At the farbringing, the Rebbe spoke about the special events that occurred on this day, Kriyas Yamsuf and Shiraz Hayam. The same way one is supposed to relive the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, so too on Shri Shel Pesach, the anniversary of Kriyas Yamsov, one must experience his own personal Kriyas Yamsov. Later, the Rebbe directed his attention to the Chassidim who recently came from the Soviet Union, asking that they say Lechaim with joy, since they are individuals who are able to relate better to the concept of reliving the events of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. The Rebbe then asked that those who left the Soviet Union within the last three years should say Lechaim too. The main thing, the Rebbe concluded, is that they should be a living example for those who had already spent many years in our free society and have grown accustomed to our relatively easy lifestyle. The lesson should be that there is no need to be in a spall when faced with challenges. Even in circumstances where one needs to have Mesir Asnafesh, there is still no reason to become intimidated. Aifdem is our dachayid, a Mesir Asnafesh zach. That is what a yid is all about, the ultimate embodiment of selflessness and dedication. The Rebbe then began singing the Russian nigan Ivadye, and during the singing, he stood up and danced in his place for some time. Afterwards, the Rebbe requested that Vahisha Amda be sung, and after the nigan, he again spoke with much pain about the Xer of Mihu Yehudi, explaining how recent events make it clear that the primary way to rectify the situation is through communicating directly with the government itself and not through members of the religious party in the Knesset. Acharin Shel Pesach The Farbrengen of Acharin Shel Pesach began shortly before Shkia and went on until 1 a.m. 
Over the course of this Sarbangin, the Rebbe spoke no less than 13 Sichas. Among many other topics, the Rebbe elaborated on the tremendous schos and obligation of populating and living in the Shechona of Crown Heights, as well as other neighborhoods in which Yidin live. The Rebbe spoke again about the recent events in Eretz Yisrael, where the religious members of the Knesset were refusing to stand up for a rectification of Mihu Yehudi. Later in the Farbrengen, the Rebbe continued the Hadron on Masechas Psachim that he began at the Yudolf Nisan Farbrengen. Again, the Rebbe Sera Sicha directed towards the Chsidim, who recently arrived from Russia, encouraging them to continue living with Mesiras Nefesh as they had until now, especially with regards to the Chinuch of their children. After the last Sicha, the Rebbe once again started singing the Russian again, Ivadia. The Rebbe led Bircha Samazin holding a cup of wine, and after Mayrav and Avdala, he distributed Kaisho Bracha. After everyone received, the Rebbe began Kiba Simcha and left the Shul amidst the singing of the Chsidim.